is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's Adam, Dave, and Jamie. It is time for your Saturday mailbag. Good morning or afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the show. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg here. You can't get enough fantasy football. We can't get enough of your questions at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. And if you really can't get enough fantasy football, you're going to love Xfinity X1. It's the ultimate football watching experience with Xfinity X1. You can now get live CBS Sports fantasy football stats in the same place you watch your games. Learn more at xfinity.com slash sports. That's xfinity.com slash sports. Good morning, or, well, I don't know. Right now it's Friday afternoon, so good afternoon, Jamie. Good afternoon, sir. Oh, we're trying to dig in and find some stuff on the Packers running backs, but as of now, we don't know anything we didn't know this morning. And that's okay. That's okay. I think we laid out the scenarios for you. Um, This is your first mailbag since week one, right? Uh, week Maybe two? week two, week but two. didn't I do that during our hurricane situation? Is that week two? Yeah. I might have. I don't remember. Yeah, I think no, you did. I, no, I didn't do it. I did week one. Okay. Well, uh, maybe Heath did it. I think Heath did it. Anyway, okay. I love the mailbags. They're fun. We got uh, DST questions. We got roster questions. We got grade to trade. We got fantasy ethics, stuff like that. But here are your news and notes. Derek Carr returned to practice. They, they don't expect him to play this week, right? No, the report uh, from the Las Vegas whatever – Review, Tribune, Review, Review, Tribune, that wonderful paper in Las Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Um, they, uh, they said he's potentially could return for week six. So right. that would be great. That would be great. Um, Marcus Mariota will be a game time decision as of Friday afternoon at Miami. And Sam Bradford still has a chance to play at Chicago on Monday night. So let me, let me ask you this about Sam Bradford. Uh, you know, he had a great week one, and he finished last year really strong. Yep. Diggs playing great. Thielen looking good. Unfortunately, no more Dalvin Cook. I think, you know, it may have helped him. But is Sam Bradford, you know, potentially like a Deshaun Watson, somebody that we could use for the rest of the season? Sure. Based on how you're framing it, exactly. He could potentially be a guy for the rest of the season, but I would rather have him and somebody else to mix and match with, if that's the way you can approach it. Oh yeah, yeah, no, not as your only quarterback, but yeah, but since okay, would you rather have Watson or Bradford rest of season? Watson, because you don't know when that knee's going to be a problem for Bradford, and he must have missed multiple games again. Is a good point. I just want to look up Bradford's ownership percentage. I will have it in two, one, forty percent owned. All right, not a terrible guy to stash. And if he plays this week at the Bears, Bears have been very good at home against quarterbacks, but then it's Green Bay, Baltimore at Cleveland. Before the bye. Uh, Devontae Adams was still in the concussion protocol as of Friday afternoon. You'll certainly know by the weekend if he's playing. Matt Forte is out. And we don't know about the Green Bay running backs. And Fletcher Cox is not going to play this week for the Philadelphia Eagles. So I guess that's, yeah, who cares? I mean, I guess it's better news for Ellington, but uh, he's not going to be in between the tackles much. So let's get to the emails and tweets. Fantasyfootball at cbsi.com is our email address. And at Twitter, we are at Adam Azer, A-I-Z-E-R, at Jamie Eisenberg. He's J-A-M-E-Y. At Dave Richard, at Heath Cummings, S-R, at Heath Cummings Sr. On Twitter, follow us. It's great. 
John in Cleveland, is it worth rostering two kickers in order to hold on to Matt Bryant through the bye week, or do I just drop Bryant and stream rest of season? Why not just drop Bryant on Friday or Saturday? Well, you listen to Saturday, so why not drop Bryant on Saturday if you haven't done so already, and then just hope to pick him back on Tuesday? Do you care if you don't get him if somebody else claims him on Tuesday? No, that's why I would just try and wait, so at least you give yourself the opportunity if you really want him. But whatever. If you lose him, you lose him. Right. It looks like they're not – I think the number two kicker in fantasy, but it looks like uh, the Falcons are not going to have the historic offensive season that we saw for them last year. However, Jamie, yeah, I – you know why that is, right? Because I'm a Falcons fan. Because <laughs> you made them your team. I did. But those concession prices. Uh, what about the Broncos DST? Same question. I don't want to drop them. I, I have them in several leagues, and I think I will be rostering two DSTs. Yeah, I dropped them in the one league where I have them. Um, I just don't have the ability to carry two. You don't have the ability, but you're certainly not opposed to it, I assume, if people can carry two. I do the same thing. I would try and drop them on Tuesday. On, on, excuse on, me, on Saturday. Saturday. Try to get them on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, they got the Giants in week six. It doesn't really matter who their matchups are, but Giants in week six could be pretty nice. Uh, Alan Geiger in Philadelphia grade the trade in PPR. Give up Larry Fitzgerald and Melvin Gordon. Larry Fitzgerald and Melvin Gordon. Get AJ Green and Mark Ingram. You're upgrading from Fitz to Green. You're downgrading from Gordon to Ingram. PPR. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a D. Ooh. Because I I don't think the gap between Fitzgerald and Green is as large as the gap between Gordon and Ingram right now. Mm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I was going to go C minus, but either way, it's a loss, Alan. So yeah, I would make that. Yeah, I would say if you're rating the players, you would say Green one, Melvin two, Fitzgerald three, Ingram four. So it's not bad trade, but it's it's just not. Maybe maybe D is a little too harsh, but I I think like what you said, I you lose this deal. But Ingram's had 14 carries each of the last two games. You know, there's definitely a chance the best is yet to come for him and that maybe he could be better than Fitzgerald rest of season. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Angel in Milwaukee needs a flex from this group in a PPR league. John Brown, Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, and who? Jamal Oh, Jamal Williams, yes. I thought he meant on Dallas. He put Jay Williams at Dallas. Uh Jamal Williams will face Dallas. So, again, it's John Brown, Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, who's banged up, and Jamal Williams. I'm going to go with Cooper Cup just because he's the healthiest of this group. Kenny Galladay may not play, uh, did not practice on Friday. Jamal Williams could be very sneaky now that he's over that knee injury, but I don't want to trust it if Tom Montgomery plays. And John Brown, you know, hopefully he's getting ramped up, but until I see it, I want to wait if I can. So Cup has had three games of his last four of his only four with at least six targets, and he's scored double digits in fantasy points in two of them. All right. So Cooper Cup is the answer there. And, hey, I know you all love fantasy football. I know you all love snake drafts. So do what I do and download the draft app. Start doing some snake drafts. I am unstoppable in draft. You cannot beat me. I absolutely love it, and I'm getting cocky. And you can either go to playdraft.com or you can download the draft app and get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit. When you do that, all you need to do for that is to enter our promo code, FFtoday. 
So again, that promo code is FF today. Now look, I, I really, I love it. I, I enjoy so much playing on snake drafts. I just did one about an hour ago. Now you can play against up to 10 people or you can play one-on-one matchups like I did last week with a listener and, and I was lucky enough to win. I hung on against Kareem Hunt on Monday night. Um, earlier today, as I mentioned, I did a three-person draft. So you draft five positions. It only took, I don't know if it took two minutes. It was so quick. Here's my team. I had the third overall pick and I actually went with Aaron Rodgers with my first pick because I think, you know, Brady's out of the player pool. Rodgers, big upgrade over the rest of the quarterbacks. So I went with Rodgers. I have Kareem Hunt and Melvin Gordon. I have Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham. And look, everybody's got superstars. It's a three-person league. But if it were a 10-person league, it would be more challenging. It's fun to have the superstars. It's fun to play on draft. Go to playdraft.com or download the draft app and get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit. Use our promo code FF today. Again, that's FF today. Okay, here's one from Blake in a small city south of Tampa, Florida. Or Myers. Dear Kraken, Jack, Morgan, and Jerry. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. We'll find out. Is it too much to trade away Jimmy Graham and Mark Ingram to get Jordan Howard in a PPR league? Uh, my other tight end is Charles Clay. So he has Clay. He gives up Graham and Ingram. He gets Jordan Howard. Um, I mean, it's a little bit too much, but when you put it in context, you know, you're getting a, you know, top flight running back. I, I think though you might be able to do a little bit better, you know, but it, if that's something that makes your team better, then you do it. Yeah. And Charles Clay is certainly a worthwhile sub. Uh, by the way, those are rum brands. He actually put it right in the email. These are PS. <laughs> these names are rum brands. <laughs> so, yep. Not a rum guy. Not an alcohol guy. So not a rum guy. Uh, question from Dave in Denver. Dear Bill, John, Bill, and Pete. Bill, John, Bill, and Pete in Denver? Yeah, I don't know that it's necessarily Denver-related, but sometimes that's a hint. I don't know. I don't either. Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, Pete Carroll. I don't know. John, Vilma. I'm in a hole after Thursday night. I need to swing for the fences. Who would you go with, T.Y. Hilton or Devontae Parker? I like both. I think Parker's got a higher ceiling this week, to be honest with you. Um, both have quarterback issues. Both are playing at home. Um, I, I just think Parker against Dory Jackson could be really good, so I'll take my chances with him. I think the stat I gave was that every wide receiver who's had six or more targets against the Titans this year has scored seven or more fantasy points in standard scoring leagues, and Parker and Landry both have had six or more every game. I may have switched it to maybe seven or more targets and six fantasy points, but whatever. You get the point. Low floor, uh, high floor, high floor. That's right. Rob from Kansas City. Doing well in daily fantasy after Thursday night, but I'm torn on my running back pair this weekend. Would you go with Le'Veon Bell and Duke Johnson or Ezekiel Elliott and Christian McCaffrey? I'd go the Le'Veon route. Um, uh, I'm assuming it's FanDuel, so you don't get the Full point PPR here. You get a half point PPR. Half PPR, excuse me. Half PPR. Uh, so Duke, I think, is in a better situation the way he's catching the ball than McCaffrey is. And you know Le'Veon will be better than that than Zeke. So I take that side. Who do you like better this week just in general, Duke or McCaffrey? Duke. In PPR. All right, Standard. this is Standard McCaffrey. This is from uh, Shivesh in a city in Ontario that is not Toronto or Ottawa. 
Ooh, that's tough. That's Kingston, according to Shavesh. I'll take his word for it. Okay. Uh, Philip Rivers or Alex Smith? Uh, Smith. Philip Rivers or Deshaun Watson? Watson. All right, here's an email from Patrick. Rivers goes off this week. Who goes off? <laughs> I said, which means Rivers, oh, Rivers? goes off yeah, this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, from Patrick, Rashard Matthews or Jerron Brown? Uh, I'd go Jerron Brown there. You know, I think it was what we've seen from him. Um, it'll change if, if Mariota plays and, you know, you, you get word that he's going to be not only active, but, you know, doing everything he normally does, then you can make a case Matthews should be better against his former team. But, uh, I think you just look at what Jerron Brown has been doing and it's hard to bench him right now. This is from Jeff. What's up guys? Who do you have doing better this week? Tariq Cohen or Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon. Yeah, Joe Mixon. Three Cohen. I think he'll be okay, but I just, you know, wild card with the quarterback, tough matchup. He's still second, uh, in the pecking order, and he could be, you know, moving closer to being with Benny Cunningham than he is to Jordan Howard. Boy, man, if, uh, boy, man. <laughs> boy, man. Boy, man. Hey, man, boy. If, uh, Joe Mixon has another bad game. <sighs> I don't know what else to do other than just breathe heavily. <laughs> but I'm going to lose some faith, no doubt. Frustrating. I mean, even if he has like a 55-yard game, okay, Buffalo's been really good. I can accept that. But if he has another like 2.5-yard per carry game, it's going to be going to be tough. Uh the other question from Jeff um was what is a commercial song you remember the most growing up? As a SoCal kid, mine has got <laughs> to be the In and Out song. Uh, do you have a commercial song that you remember the most growing up? Uh, I do. It's uh, "Be Like Mike." Oh, good call. Good. I and I remember the uh, the "By Menin" commercials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what else is a good one? What? A little dabble, do you? Uh, a little dabble, do you? So that's that's before me. But yeah, <laughs> what um, is a little a dab a do? <laughs> Oh, that's Still. one of my all-time favorites. Still the second funniest moment in Fantasy Football Today podcast history. What's the funniest? Nando? Not Nando's last show. Yeah. When I get to tell people what Nando said when I bleeped him out so many times, <laughs> it's such a joy because they never expect it. But the, uh... the best part was Nando's doing his last show. He knows I hate when, when people curse and I have to bleep because it takes so much time in editing. Not so much, but sometimes. <laughs> the best part is – so he – so I leave the room for whatever reason. I was like, I have to go. Don't do anything bad. And the two of you are on. Nando just starts cursing up a storm. Jamie laughs uncontrollably. <laughs> I come back in to Jamie. Tomato, Red is a tomato. Nando's laughing too. I know that something just happened. And I'm like, what did you do? And Nando goes, I said Jordan Cameron's name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> that was his excuse. Uh, All right, uh, this is a question from Matt in Castle Rock, Colorado. I set a DFS lineup yesterday afternoon. I was pretty confident it included Leonard Fournette. Then I listened to yesterday's podcast where Adam said he'd be staying away from the Jacksonville running back in Daily Fantasy. My initial thought was to remove Fournette from my lineup until it dawned on me that Adam just reversed bonanza at him, and he would likely go off this week in Pittsburgh as a result of the Azer sorcery. <clears throat> I don't actually – okay, I'm going to take my first look at Daily now and just see – how he's priced, but uh, yeah, I just to me, I figured like Fournette would probably be one of the most expensive ones. He probably is, but I think he's going to be more of a contrarian play this week, just because people, would, at least the way I would think rationally, would be afraid of the matchup in Pittsburgh. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I, I know Pittsburgh, when they blow out teams at home, the running backs typically don't do well. And that was my concern with uh, with Fournette. I do love that he was involved in the passing game. He's been great. He's been awesome, absolutely. Uh, he's the, on FanDuel, he's the sixth most expensive running back. So. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pricey. But uh, I don't think he's going to be top six this week, I guess. But always a chance when you get that much work. Uh, now, look, Jamie, you know, look, you probably see me right now. I'm wearing a Incredible Herc t-shirt. Um, I usually don't don't look so great. I usually don't dress that great. I have an outdated wardrobe. My wife's kind of embarrassed. But, you know, coming from somebody who doesn't spend much on clothes, please listen to me when I tell you that spending 359 bucks on an Indochino suit is worth every penny. Okay, you should listen to that. I really mean it. I highly recommend it. And by the way, $359, that's Indochino's best deal ever. 50% off a suit. And the way to get that is use the promo code FFT when you buy a premium suit on Indochino.com. The promo code is FFT on Indochino.com. I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O. I've never worn anything that fits me better. I've never worn anything that's gotten me more compliments. And truthfully, I've never been excited to wear a piece of clothing until I got my Indochino suit. And I think that's because when you customize every detail of something, you just like it more. It's it's yours. You know, you did that. And it's exciting to wear. And, and a deal like this is really incredible for suits that usually go for about 800 bucks. Take advantage of it. Indochino.com. Buy the best suit you'll ever buy. Use the promo code FFT for 50% off and free shipping. That's Indochino.com. The promo code is FFT. Some more emails from Mace. I don't know what to do at running back. I have Marshawn Lynch and Tariq Cohn. I can pick up. Alex Collins. Um, hmm. I would. <laughs> Here's the thing. Lynch, I think, has a good opportunity this week. We talked about that. Cohen, are you ever going to feel comfortable starting Tariq Cohen? A lot of people I feel like are higher on Tariq Cohen than, than we are. Well, he's been very good, but I think he's. He, we talk about this year over year with Darren Sproles. He's a very good player for the team that he's on. But is he a great fantasy option? I mean, in PPR, he's had four catchers or more every PPR week. PPR, he's great. Standard scoring league, though. No, he's not. Absolutely not. And if Alex Collins is, right now, eight yards per carry. So I'll say what I said on, on, I think, Tuesday's show. Probably gonna translate to if he starts to get more work, like a five yard per carry guy. I'll take the under just because of Yonda. Uh, even under four point five, four point three to five, yeah. I, I don't think he 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 goes less than fifty percent of what he's doing. It's good enough though. Yeah, and if he starts to get fifteen carries, eighteen carries, if he becomes their potential workhorse and doesn't fumble, that has more upside to me than than Tariq Cohen. So you're gonna drop Tariq Cohen? Yeah, I'd probably do it on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's probably it's a much easier call on standard. Yeah, PPR. PPR. I'm probably not going to do that. Maybe you drop someone else though, and you start Cohen, start Collins over Cohen if you can. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. From Anthony, well, actually, in PPR, would you start Collins or Lynch? I would start Lynch. All right, this is from Anthony. Dear Bobby, Jeremiah, Angel, and Jack. I do not know. I don't either. People are stumping us. Need to start two of the following three running backs: Andre Ellington, Jonathan Stewart. And Joe Mixon, two of three. Uh, Ellington one, Stewart. Named Stewart. Okay, Ellington and Mixon. Yes, there are offensive line issues aplenty for the Carolina Panthers, which is another reason why I would stay away from Cam. 
Oh, this is the movie Four Brothers. What a random oh, reference. By the way, did you see what uh, our good friend Nando tweeted? No. What did he tweet? From the New York Comic Con? No. He found a great drawing that I do not understand it, but I'm sure you will, of Stranger Things. Oh, really? And I believe he bought it. Peace Park. Hey, dude, listen. You got like you got three weeks to watch Stranger Things before season two starts. It's so good. You would really like it too. Really like it. I'm sure I will, but I will probably watch seasons one and two when the season of NFL is over. Uh, okay, fine. I accept that, but you have to stick to that because you know you didn't watch season one yet. So. Okay. Uh, all right. Here's one from Ed, who met Jamie in L.A. What up, Ed? All right. Uh, dear. David, Chris, and Greg. This one is easy. You should get this one. David, Chris, and Greg. I don't know. Significant fantasy injuries this year. Oh, Mr. Johnson. Wait, who's Mr. Chris? Carson. Oh, Carson. Mr. Olson. Hmm, yeah. Probably would have gone with Dalvin there. Uh, if there were a program that automatically slash instantaneously picked up your choice of free agents after waivers clear without you having to be by a computer or awake, when waivers clear, would you consider that cheating slash unethical, or would it just be a useful tool? All right, hold on. Let me read that again. A program that automatically, instantaneously picks up your choice of free agents after waivers clear, without you having to be by the computer when after waivers clear, is that cheating or unethical, or is it a useful tool? So everybody puts in their waiver claims, and then the leftovers that you either wanted or thought you would maybe pick up without using your waiver spot. Yeah. Uh I don't know if that's unethical. It's kind of interesting actually. It's almost like setting waivers for your non wait for free agency and right. not not burning waiver priority in the process. It's also like, you know, I I mean I I know most of us don't do this, but you know, you with your au pair, <laughs> you have the au pair go through and do all your waiver yeah. for you. Yeah. So it's essentially like the same thing. <laughs> Oh my god. Could you imagine? She's, uh, from Patrick. Dear Kyle, John, Jose, and Jake. Kyle, John, Jose, and Jake. Do not know. Grade the trade. Give CJ Anderson, Deontay Foreman, and Emmanuel Sanders. Get Antonio Brown. For CJ, Foreman, and Sanders, you get Antonio Brown, but his number two running back after McCoy is now Either Duke Johnson, it's PPR, Duke Johnson, Buck Allen, Wayne Gallman, Eddie Lacy. What do you think? Well, his receivers are now Antonio Brown, Michael Thomas, and DeAndre Hopkins. I like it. I would do it. And Will Fuller. I would, too. I mean, you're giving away you, – like, put it this way. You would trade Antonio Brown for C.J. Anderson and Emmanuel Sanders in a heartbeat. You would trade Sanders and Anderson for Brown. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't give up. You'd rather have the Brown side. Yes. Yeah. Did I say that incorrectly? Yes. I'd rather, I would take, I would give up Anderson and Sanders to get Antonio Brown in a heartbeat. I'm very embarrassed. I didn't know Kyle, John, Jose, and Jake. Those would be the Cubs starting pitchers, uh, one through four in the playoffs with Arietta pitching game four, if necessary. Uh, John, a fellow Floridian transplant in Melbourne, Florida, who to start at Flex? Golden Tate, Pierre Garcon, Joe Mixon, or Amir Abdullah? Um, you sure you read that right? Oh, yeah. yes, you did. I'm yeah, sorry. I did. I did. I see you have them combined. Yeah, my bad. Those so are Golden bad. Tate, Pierre Garcon, Joe Mixon, and Amir Abdullah, and they need one in the flex spot. I would take Golden Tate. 
And one more email for now. We'll get to a few more in a second, but this is from Jose. PPR League. I need an RB2 and a flex. So pick an RB2, Amir Abdullah or Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray. And pick a flex. Abdullah, Jerron Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster in PPR. Jerron Brown. Abdullah, the more I think about it, makes me nervous this week. Yeah. The Lions have yet to allow a running back to get double digits in fantasy points. That's including two touchdowns that they've allowed. And they, uh, their defense is good. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Excuse me. The Panthers. Panthers. Not- yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Always with Luke Keekley. Always good. And that's against Carlos Hyde and LaShawn McCoy. And you know what else is good? <sighs> well, you want to look good in your underwear, right? I mean, come on. I'm wearing a pair right now, buddy. Are you really? Yep. I love them. J- Jamie Undies. Uh, right. they're really actually, great. Actually- Actually, if, uh, I, I should write in the back of him, Jamie Undy. <laughs> yes, that's a good idea. So I, uh, I have a new superstition actually. Allie made fun of me for it, but I, uh, I wore Miami Undies last Friday night and Miami had a very nice win at Duke. I will of course be wearing Miami Undies on Saturday when Miami plays Florida State. So I See, have- That's said- not weird. It would be weird if you said you haven't watched them since you were there. No, <laughs> I watched them. I watched them. Uh, so I have a special reason to like MeUndies, but other than that, they are so comfortable. They will be the best pair of underwear you ever buy. Go to MeUndies.com slash FFT, MeUndies.com slash FFT. We are absolute MeUndies believers on this show. So freaking comfortable, three times softer than cotton. You know what else is great? I mean, guys, you're going to love your MeUndies, but your your girl's going to love the MeUndies too. And actually, they have women's underwear at MeUndies.com. Uh, so, so can, I, can I tell you something while you're there? Yeah. So when I got... Uh, my me undies, my Jamie undies. <laughs> I showed them to my wife, and I'll say this for the first time uh, on the air. So we are expecting a, another child again. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you already know this, but um, uh, so she is uh, she's looking at that and she's like, "Do you think they have like boxers that I could wear?" Because she's you know, um, she's now 20 weeks, so she's starting to show uh, um, the you know baby belly and. Clothes are clearly uncomfortable. So mm. she was like, those look so comfortable. I, I want to just really? wear something that looks like that. That's awesome. She got yeah. the boxers? Uh, no, but I'll, I'll get them for her. Yeah, they have boxers. They have briefs. Um, they have a lot of different designs. So anyway, go to MeUndies.com. Get 20% off with free shipping and their 100% satisfaction guarantee for the best and softest underwear you'll ever own. MeUndies.com slash FFT. MeUndies.com slash FFT. Right, back to the emails. This is from M Tone. Some people honestly do this, Jamie. They, they're not even being funny. They say, Dear Adam, Jamie, Dave, and Keith. They, some <laughs> people really think his name is Keith. Um, can I give you some breaking news? Yeah, yeah. Guess who's practicing today? Guess who's practicing today? David Johnson? No, that would be amazing news. Oh, Derek he's on Carr. Pop. Oh, I knew, I told you that Derek Carr was practicing. I think you oh, missed sorry. that. Yeah, I think you missed that when I said that. I'm sorry. Yes, he's second through the refs. Um, right. That's why I said I still don't think he'll play this week, right? No. But I'm sorry. I didn't realize you said it. I apologize. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that was uh, that broke just before we went on the air. Um, what, where was I? Who were we doing? Uh, that was a total Dave move. <laughs> M Tone says, as a Jameis and Evans owner, I'm genuinely frustrated by Jameis's ineptitude. What did you see preseason that led you to believe that he had turned the corner? And, uh, had matured enough to consistently make good decisions. Is Jameis droppable for Deshaun Watson? 
I mean, you asked this question on the Friday show. Who would you rather have rest of the season, Jameis or Deshaun? And I could certainly see Deshaun being better. The thing that I liked about Jameis, I don't want to speak for anybody else, um, is the additional weapons. You know, you, the way that I approached it is, this is a guy that through his first two seasons, which I believe is the first time ever, that a guy has started his career with two 4,000 yard seasons. And so, it's not necessarily, this is where fantasy and reality get blurred. Right, right. He has a lot of room to grow as a NFL quarterback. But the fantasy production was the hope that you would see get better. And it didn't have to be dramatically better, but it was going to be incrementally better and enough to put him in that consistent top 10 range, which for the most part, two of three games or two of four games, he's been there. He's so, had the best game against the Giants any uh, of any quarterback that's faced the Giants this year. And I think right. Jameis had the best game against the Vikings. Uh, Yeah, I mean, right? you know, it's not – it wasn't a great game. They no. turned him over a, a, a lot, but – but he's throwing for 320 yards every week. I mean, you're and, right. It's and, fantasy versus reality. And again, the game last night, uh, he, he got a lot of drops, you know, so his receivers didn't exactly help him. He missed some easy throws. He missed, you know, a couple short dump offs to Doug Martin, Charles Sims. Um, he missed, you know, a couple wide open guys, which is, you know, going to happen with young quarterbacks. He looked like, that he played was, like crap. Huh? He played like crap. I, I get it. It's frustrating, but. Yeah, but let's that not was bury the him. biggest game of his career so far. Yeah. No, and let's not bury it. Yet. It, it, it happens, you know. But the, the funny thing is, if if Nick Folk makes two of those field goals, they they beat the Patriots. <laughs> I was wrong. So Ben Roethlisberger, had, yeah, you're right. Uh, ben Roethlisberger had 21 fantasy points against the Vikings. Jameis Winston had 19 fantasy points against the Vikings. Yeah, I think you know. I, I, again, it's just what your expectations are. You know, if you were expecting him to come in and be Aaron Rodgers, then you're going to be disappointed. If you're expecting him to come in and be. A mid-level starter for you. That's kind of what we were talking about. All right, let's uh, fire through some emails here. Tommy says, do I drop Sammy Watkins, Wendell Smallwood, or Aaron Jones for Alex Collins or Wayne Gallman? I mean, Smallwood's the easy one. You know, I, I don't know if I want to drop those other guys, but I, I, I think you look at Smallwood as being somebody you can you can move on from. And who do you drop for him? Uh, who do you drop him for, excuse me, Collins or Gallman? Collins, because I think there's more long-term sustainability. You know, we just did our, our video show on Friday, mm-hmm. and if you can if you can pick up Wayne Gallman, get a great game out of Wayne Gallman, and trade Wayne Gallman, that's the best way to approach him this week. Collins, I think, could be a starter for Baltimore, which in, with a much better schedule moving forward. They both have offensive line issues, clearly. Right, and I mentioned is for Gallman, if he does well in this game, his next three games, his next three weeks. Broncos, Seahawks, bye. So, yeah, bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cameron from Pensacola, 10-team PPR. Ajayi or Tate? Uh, I want to go Ajayi. Virgil from Dot. Larry Fitzgerald, Randall Cobb, or Duke Johnson in flex? Fitzgerald, Cobb, or Johnson? I like Cobb a little bit better. I think the floor is higher for Fitzgerald, but I think the ceiling is higher for Cobb. They just have... The Cowboys, his opponent this week, has really struggled with slot receivers. From BK, Mixon, uh, Smallwood's not going to play. Mixon or or Rashard Matthews? I'll go Mixon. Unless Mariota plays, that changes it. From Mike, hey, Adam, how is the cat? She's doing pretty well, actually. Said every time I podcast, I have to kick her out of the room. She loves this room. Uh, I own Mariota, two quarterback super flex. I'm one and three. I'm starting Stafford. Should I start? Castle or Jacoby Brissett this week? 
Uh, I'd probably still start Stafford. You know, Kirk Coleman's out. No, no, no. Uh, it's a two quarterback huh? league. Two quarterbacks. Oh, he's starting Stafford. I yeah. got you. So it's Castle uh, yeah, or Brissett? Brissett? Yeah. Okay. And from Luke, uh, let's see. An RB2 and a flex. Andre Ellington or Tariq Cohen? Ellington. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. So he just needs two of these. Ellington, Cohen, Crowell, and Derrick Henry. And it's half PPR. Half PPR. I would go Ellington and Cohen. From Justin, Rawls, Montgomery, or Funchess in PPR? Rawls, Montgomery, Funchess. Go with Funchess in PPR. Last week uh, when I interviewed Matt Forte, as you recall, bonanza him, stepped on his toe. He was promoting Xfinity X1, a great way to follow fantasy scores and fantasy advice while not taking your eye off your television on football Sundays. We're always trying to do that. So I saw a demo of the product, the Xfinity One product, and I'm telling you, it really, it was really cool. I liked it a lot. I think fantasy football fans are going to love Xfinity X1. So here's how it works. You get a voice remote. You say fantasy football into the remote. And as you are presumably watching football games, all this fantasy info comes up on your TV. You've got scores. You've got stats. You've got roster trends. You've got players with best matchups. You can see these players, uh, you know, quarterbacks do best against the Browns, or this is what quarterbacks do against the Vikings and running, but you know, by position. It's really cool. Matt Forte himself was very kind of blown away by that. If you want to learn more, believe me, you do. Go to xfinity.com slash sports. That's xfinity.com slash sports. Really cool stuff. Be a part of it. Be, uh, be the trendsetter amongst your friends. xfinity.com slash sports. And finally, a few more here. Uh, Stefan. Right now, Zach Ertz and Gronk have the same. Oh, okay. So he's in a PPR league that awards one point for every seven yards to a tight end. Gronk and Ertz have the same amount of points as Le'Veon Bell. Do you think this is too generous of a scoring boost? Surprised by that, by the way. Uh, there are a lot of leagues that give some reward, extra reward to tight ends. Uh, Dave, Keith, and I play in one where you get a point and a half per catch, where every other position is less than that. So tight ends are extremely valuable. I hate you, Hunter Henry. Um, <laughs> so it it makes the position more – you know, it's like there are leagues that are trying to devalue quarterbacks, and there are leagues that are trying to increase the value for tight ends. I'm okay with it. You just have to understand that when you go in, it puts a premium on Kelsey and Gronk and Ertz and, you know, hopefully Jordan Reed and Jimmy Graham. And then, you know, the people that end up really doing well in these leagues are the ones that get the Charles Clays. Um, right. The the last year, you know, Hunter Henry, you know, Jack Doyle, things like that, where guys come out of nowhere and have big seasons. Ben Watson two years ago, stuff like that. Question from the great Jim Duba: Who to start in standard? Kelvin Benjamin, Richard Matthews, Pierre Garcon. Garcon, I I think you just look at the matchup for him. It should that could be a very sticky high scoring game. You know that that could be a a, a bonanza type of a performance. Whoa. Um, don't you, Jamie, you don't want to be saying that word, trust me. There's a lot of, of negative attention and responsibility that comes from it. So. It's funny because we were, uh, we were on our video show and Will Brinson joined us as a guest and he, uh, he used, he used your name in vain <laughs> when talking about the Packers and the Cowboys. What did he say? Oh, that I, that I jinxed the game. Well, he said, no, this is the Bonanza game, right? That's what our good buddy Adam Azer said. All right. All right. Let's hope. Uh, grade the trade from Larry. Give up Zeke and Keenan Allen. Ooh, this is a big one here. Zeke and Keenan Allen get Julio Jones and Jay Ajayi. Standard scoring. Whew. Uh, so 
the only way I would agree to this is if you're doing it now and you're trying to buy your way out of Ezekiel Elliott potentially serving the suspension. You'd rather have, typically you'd rather have the Zeke and Allen side? Yeah, because I mean, Julio, who knows if the hip injury is going to linger? Ajayi, if the Dolphins continue to lose, do they shut him down for whatever reason with the knee injury? You know, so there, there's more potential risk on the Julio Ajayi side right now. And from Adam, Evan Ingram. I'm sorry, also- there's more potential risk long term. There's more potential risk short term if Elliott's suspended. Is Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram, Rawson's Ferry and Jenkins this week? I like the Ferry and Jenkins better. Mark McHenry, is Gilly Boy droppable? No. No, no, no. As, as a matter of fact, I think he's going to be one of the better buy-low candidates moving into week six. Really? Gillisley? Think about the way that the season has gone for them. Have they had a, a game since week – no, not even week one. Have they had a game where they've been able to sit on the lead? Yes. You know what? I was expecting it last night, and they didn't really give him the ball. Not enough. They don't stop passing. They had a nine-point lead. A, they had a nine-point lead. lead pretty late in the fourth quarter. And I thought, all right, just run, give him five carries on this drive. Let him get two or three more fantasy points. Almost every time he was, he was carrying, he was getting four or five yards, he was doing fine. But they didn't do it to the extent that I expected. But no, they had not had like a silly blowout where they can start running the ball in the third quarter. That's don't you think that that could happen next week? I don't know, the third quarter, but fourth quarter. Who are they playing next week? The Jets. Oh god, yeah. I mean, I, they're still the Patriots. I think that could happen every week. I still think they're the best team in the league. I just, he doesn't, he doesn't rip off, he hasn't run off any big runs, you know, so there's that. He doesn't get huge work. I don't think he's droppable, but, I, we did say that he might be droppable PPR, right? Or no? Yeah, I think if he's out there, I'm gonna pick him up. Yeah, that's the other, yeah, yeah. Kind of agree. So here, here's the drive I think that's discouraging. I'm looking at it now in the fourth quarter. They're up 16 to 7, they had an 8 play drive. That lasted 3 minutes. It was Lewis for eight yards, Lewis for two yards, Brady pass, Lewis for minus five yards, Brady pass, Brady pass, Brady pass, punt. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was the next drive where I thought, all right, like this is Gillisley's drive, and I think he got one or two carries on that drive. That's the that's the second to last drive for them, but it was only three plays. He runs off a five yard run, Brady pass. Brady pass. Yeah. No, no, Brady scramble gets gets uh, hit. I mean, that's the thing. Like, on second and five, with a nine-point lead in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, they're throwing it? Like, run the freaking ball. I, I don't know what their commitment is going to be. And also, Deion Lewis, man, like, I never understood the whole, like, they should trade or they're going to cut Deion Lewis thing. I've always thought he's a good player. And, I, you know, he's going to be in your waiver wire column for sure next week, right? Yeah, with all the bye weeks, absolutely. But you also have Rex Burkett coming back. Mm-hmm. All right, Jamie, thank you for taking the time on the mailbag. I do appreciate it. Whenever I get to talk to you, you know what I like to do? Same. I like to make a list of things that I'd rather do. <laughs> and when I come down to the point where it's like, yeah, I could probably squeeze this in, then that's where I come talk. What was on the list? Uh, let's see. It was clean my shoes. Clean your uh, shoes. Wash the car. Do you uh, wash your own car? Huh? Do you wash your own car? But I don't get it washed either. It's a very dirty car. I used to really enjoy washing the car. Now I cook instead. It's my. You have a very strange thing though with your car and your wife. Why? Because you say it's her car. Well, it is her car. Well, you're married now. I guess. Yeah, I guess it's our car. When yeah. you when you want to use the car, do you have to ask her permission? Uh, ask her permission. I have to say, hey, can I? 
It's not like I'm asking permission. It's is the car available? It's is the car available? That's a better way. She so I always say yes, but if she needs the car for work or for something important, then I have to defer to her. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense, but the way you're talking yourself around, not saying that you had to ask for. I don't ask permission. I have to. I ask permission to use the bathroom. I ask permission to just get into bed. I, no, I'm just kidding. She's wonderful. I don't have to ask. Her. I do what I want, amazing. man. What? You, your wife is amazing. Um, there she is. I, 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 I would say I know her a little. I don't know her well enough. I, I'm certainly impressed every time that I've um, met her because she's uh, wonderful for putting up with you. Oh, the um, best. But yes, you, uh, you, you did a good job there, sir. Thank you. And she loves me undies. And that's it for the show. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Jamie and Dave are going to rock it tonight on CBS Sports Radio at 10 p.m. Eastern until midnight. Ta-ta. Bye. When I wake up in the morning, CBS gives out a warning about a Jai's Lane offensive line. Injury to Brandon Cooks, and before I even look, my opponent grabs his back up off the waiver wire. It's all right. I've got Lemmy on Bell. If the lose there's a flex, I know I'm in a mess. Well, I better do my homework tonight. They say chart is legit. Ethan Adams shared a team that was a dumpster fire. It's alright. I've got.